0: Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Shirley Huang. Hello everyone, happy new year! If you are listening to this in real time, this will be the first episode that is coming out for the new year. It's so, so exciting. And actually, for the new year, a lot of us want to start setting goals and planning ahead. I think it's always very important first to reflect on all of your achievements and all of your accomplishments to date i don't believe that celebrating and reflecting is something that is just nice to do because to be able to be in the right headspace of feeling very powerful and certain about what you have achieved this past year and really like see all of that This will really help you to set you up for the new year, being strong and being ready. So in this episode, I'm actually going to share with you my own reflection. I am going to share with you three big wins that I have had this year. Also three fails and lessons. I really want to be even more honest and open with you about some of my my own struggles and my problems and some of the things that I have been working on in my personal and professional life and hopefully as I'm sharing some of these lessons and some of the accomplishments I did, you can take away from this episode small nuggets of information that will also help you to reflect on your year and also think about how you will want to approach this new year. And even though this episode is a lot with me just sharing my story and my experiences, as you are listening to this, I want you to also think about how can this lesson that she learned how can i apply this to me now some of the stuff i will share with you they will be around me building my business because this is really my main focus for this year but i also want you to think about how can i apply this skill set to my work how can i apply this to my personal project if you don't have a business and also how can i apply this to the goals that I want to work on for this new year and this will really help you to not just listen to what I am sharing as a story but also think about how can I relate with this and how can I take away from this episode and using it for me okay because this is really the reason why I'm sharing this with you so I'm going to start off by sharing with you three of the biggest wins that i feel very very proud about this year and i'm going to share them in a way where i share my win and i also share about the byproduct of what has happened in my life and in my business because of this win so the first one that i feel like i really achieved this year is that i developed a stronger and so much more trusting relationship with time and with my schedule and what this looked like was i stopped shaming myself when I am not working (laughs) because this is something that I really struggle with for a while and I've been like improving gradually but I feel like this year I really just like stopped shaming myself completely whenever I realized that I am not working so I stopped telling myself when I should be working or have to be working, the language I use about how I approach my business and how I approach my work is so different. I changed my entire language about my relationship with work, with time and with my schedule. And as a result of that this is something that is very interesting. As a result of that I also stopped shaming myself when I overwork even though overwork itself is also just an opinion that I have about uh, how much I work, but let's say I can be working at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. because I suddenly had like a dose of motivation or a dose of energy, and I would just be like typing away in front of my computer, and afterward, I wouldn't be judging myself for doing that because this is something I used to do. It's like at 10 o'clock, I will be working, and then afterwards, I would tell myself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just worked at 10 p.m. at night. I'm not supposed to do this. I'm supposed to give myself more break. I'm supposed to take more time off. So notice whenever uh, you tell yourself I should be doing something or I have to be doing something, that just creates such a negative energy and it's like you're restricting yourself. And when I stopped shaming myself for underworking, also when I stopped shaming myself for overworking, I feel like suddenly I love my schedule so much more. I have so much time and I create my own time. I always have ability to do whenever and whatever I want. And I really just feel so much more in love with my time, with my business and with my schedule. What is very interesting is everything is still the same. My time is still the same. My schedule, weekly schedule, generally, it's, it's really, it hasn't really changed much. What really changed is simply how I'm speaking to myself when I see myself, when I'm noticing myself overworking and when I'm noticing myself underworking. The byproduct of creating a stronger relationship with time And uh, with my schedule was that I actually became more productive and I became more efficient because of it. Because I realized so much of my energy before during the week was spent on shaming myself, judging myself. Because I was trying to keep up with my schedule and beating myself up if I don't do the tasks or if I do too much of the task, Like I was judging myself either way. And when I stopped judging myself and shaming myself completely, I now suddenly have so much more time and energy to focus on the things that's actually important, to focus on getting the actual things done. So if you can relate with this, I want you to think about, are you judging yourself when you overwork? (laughs) Because that's just adding another layer of judgment on top of what you're already feeling. The second big win that I had was toward the end of the year, I almost feel like I leaned deeper into self-love. I have been, over the past few years, I have really been working on giving myself so much more love and so much more compassion. And this year really challenged me even more to expand my ability to practice unconditional self-love even more. And I've really felt like I've done that, like went into a much deeper level this year. So what this looked like was, Let's say if everything's going well in your life, you can love yourself, right? It's very easy to do. Yet it is the times, the moments when I feel disappointed, I decided to still love myself anyway. The moments when I am criticizing myself in my head, I decided to still love my inner critic. And let's say if I didn't meet my goal, I still decide to be there for myself and tell myself that it's okay. And because personally... Like I'm doing so much of this work. I feel like when my clients went through some of these experiences, I can really guide them through it because I have been through it myself. Something else I also did to lean deeper into self-love was that I also looked at some parts of myself that I was ashamed of about my past. And I went back and really healed some of the unprocessed wounds that I had when I was about 13 years old. When I first immigrated to Canada with my family, there were some unprocessed trauma there. And like, it was really one of the I would say it really was the first time when I looked at that part of myself and decided to heal that. Because for so long, what I had been doing was I was just resisting it and I was pushing it down and just pretending that it doesn't exist so that I can move on and uh, um, get my life together and build this business, right? And uh, this year, I really had... I would say like around one to two months where I really just let myself sit in that pain and really process and look at that and not run away from it. And let me tell you, the byproduct of me deciding to give myself more love was that I was able to serve with so much more love and fuse the love that I have for myself into my business and expanding that love for all the people that I come in contact with. I was able to expand that love to my family to see our differences but still choosing to love them anyways and I was able to do all of that because I did that to myself first. And obviously, I just want to say, just because I'm sharing with you that, oh, I have healed through this, that doesn't mean this experience is not going to come up. That also doesn't mean that I'm always in love (laughs) with myself and also with, with my business. There are still moments definitely when I like really just hate myself, hate the world, hate everyone. But I would say it's definitely less frequent than before. From this win that I had, you can also think about in your own life, where are you not putting in more love? Is it with your partner? Maybe it's with your work. Maybe it is with your relationship with your friends. Where are you not putting in more love? And usually those are all stemmed from you not giving more love to yourself. So if this is something that you really want to work on, maybe you can set that as a new intention for your year ahead. Okay, the third win I had was that I really mended my relationship with money this year. And again, I thought I did that last year already. (laughs) Until this year when I really had to invest big and to spend big in my business and also in my own coaching. This really stirred up some of the past drama and problems I had with money, all of it to the surface. On one hand, I was scared that I would lose all of the money. Um, I was also scared that I wouldn't have enough. And then this trickled down to me being afraid to sell in my business. And because really deep down, I still have a little bit of this belief that talking about money is a bad thing. And this is actually something that I have worked with. But it's just that with every level of growth, there comes another layer of your problem, but it's just presented to you in a different way. And if there are some things that you did not address before or you did not address completely, then that problem just gets amplified in a different way. So because I really wanted to invest into my business because I really see the potential for the work that I'm doing. I coached myself so hard and I made a huge, huge $10,000 investment in my own coaching. And like, it was super scary. I would say it was probably one of the biggest investment that I've done for no one, but for myself and for my future. And the learning I really got out of it is the bigger risk you dare to take, the more you're willing to be uncomfortable and to take that risk the bigger return you get back and this is really how it was like that the month where i invested the ten thousand dollars into myself i also made the highest revenue month in my business and then in september i also had my first five figure month the byproduct of this was that i was able to got to the other side of it and to create some very amazing teaching material around money and how to manage it and i was also able to help my clients and coach them even better and on like a so much more deeper level and to heal help them heal their own relationship with money and teach them around Um, this topic, how to take care of it, how to not feel uncomfortable talking about money and thinking about money because I have gone through this process myself. And also because now I believe so strongly about the value of what I sell and how transformative my coaching is. I really do believe now it's like a disservice for me if I do not continue to offer my services and to help people. And just to let you know, in the beginning of this year, this was not where my headspace was in at all. And over this entire 12 months, I really worked on the concept of selling and to got me to this place where I feel very confident about what I do. And I feel very confident about just selling in general. And I want you to think, also think about if you are someone who also has some fear around money around talking about money and let's say if you want to start your own business but you are also afraid to offer services you think it's like being bad if you try to sell to people Um, i want you to think about doing the work on mending your relationship with money and also Learning how to love yourself on a deeper level. This type of work on yourself it doesn't just change your personal life. It also really impacts your work, your profession, and it can trickle down to affect your loved ones and also your customers and your clients, the people who you are working with. Because now all of a sudden, if they also have fears about money, then you can really hold that space for them because you have gone through that growth yourself. Okay. So these are the three biggest wins that I really had this year. And I honestly, I feel so proud of myself for getting through them. And so now I'm going to share with you my fails. (laughs) Oh, I love talking about this. I think all my fails are really great lessons. And hopefully you can also uh, take some nuggets from the fails that I have had this past year. First fail was that in the beginning of the year, I really tied my self-worth to my goals. So early in the year, whenever I didn't meet my goal, I really beat myself up a lot and criticized myself when I didn't reach that goal and it's almost like those very subtle things. So I was not being conscious about the fact that I was beating myself up, but I just felt this dread whenever I see that, oh, I didn't reach my goal. And I really make my ability to reach a goal mean that I am just a bad person or I am not good enough to be a coach. I really just put myself in the spiral in the beginning of the year whenever I didn't reach a goal. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But during the times when I didn't, then that's when I really beat myself up. And because of this because of this, the beginning of 2020 for me it was such it was so miserable because I was just really in the struggle. And I created this struggle for myself <laughs> so the lesson i got all of this was that i want you to think about goals as really just a tool it's there for you to have something to aim for whether you achieve a goal or not it doesn't really define who you are i'll probably do a whole episode talking about goals and how what is like a more healthy way for you to think about goals but for now i want you to think about are you someone who also ties your self-worth with a goal and when you do not meet a goal what do you make it mean about yourself and your abilities to achieve it this year i really learned the hard way i felt like it took me Uh, like a good chunk, maybe almost like the first six months of the year for me to really realize this is what I have been doing about goals. So here is my reminder for you. It doesn't have to be this way. Okay. So I'll definitely do an episode on to talk more about this. Okay. The other fail I had was that I didn't really allow myself to celebrate until later this year. It might really be how i was raised growing up i never really felt the eagerness to celebrate myself for the good things that i have achieved in my life because i think i used to think that if i celebrate my wins too much then something bad would happen and that all my blessings would go away i know it sounds ridiculous but really what has happened was i mean i have a human brain just like you and my brain and your brain, we all just really want to focus on the negative and on what is not working. So after I joined my mastermind, my coach really like forced me <laughs> to, to see that I am successful to look at the facts and the data. Yet, yeah. Even though like the facts and the data show that, oh, I have a successful business, my business is doing well, it's almost like my brain did not want to let go of that fact. I was really just feeling so resistant about it. And I, it took me a long time to finally allow myself to feel proud and to look at all my achievements this year. And what is so interesting about this was when I truly just let myself feel proud, all of even better stuff started calming my way. I suddenly feel so much more love for my life, so much more love for my business and for my clients. I also felt even more confident because I'm looking at all of my evidence of success. I'm looking at all of the things I've achieved for myself. I feel so much more confident about myself. I feel more certain about my abilities. So the lesson for this is to celebrate yourself. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate the big, the small, and even the little things, just all of it, because there is really no downside to celebrating yourself. If you want to learn more about celebration, I also talked about this in episode 42. I talk all about how to learn to have and how to celebrate yourself and how it is actually a very crucial part of growth. All right, now the last fail, (laughs) one of the biggest fails I think I really had this year was that I did not pay attention to the identity that I was attaching myself with which was the identity of a struggling entrepreneur. Even though it has been more than almost two years now since I started my business and that my business is doing well, I'm making a full-time income. But a lot of my mindset was still an employee. I was still functioning a lot as an employee and also as a struggling entrepreneur who is trying to build a business because that was the identity I I identified with for so long. So this looked like I was waiting around for someone to tell me what to do. I was waiting for permission to be given to me. I was following someone else's templates of how to build a good business and of what a business is supposed to look like. And The moment when I went to that next level in my business was actually not because everything started to do well. Like if I really look at it, actually it was already doing well, but what really took off for my business this year was when I really looked at that mindset and I decided to let my employee identity go. When I decided to let my struggling entrepreneur identity go. And I also realized that when I was a struggling entrepreneur trying to build a business, I also wasn't showing up in my personal relationships. I just thought I needed to focus so much on my work and I need to, f- to focus so much and spend so much time doing it and working on it because in my mind, I still believe that's not doing well. So sometimes, Yes, it is about the thoughts and the beliefs that you have about yourself, but I want you to even take a deeper look at that because your beliefs, it might be coming from this identity that you have and that you haven't really paid attention to. And maybe it is time to really let go of that identity because I identified so much with it. Like I really thrived struggling and then slowly I really saw that oh this is actually what I'm doing I'm constantly wanting to struggle and I'm constantly wanting to create problems for myself and then eventually I got to this place of no I am a business owner this is what I do I am the one making the call I want to make my own decisions and I decide how I want to run my business So I want you to also think about what identities do you have about yourself and also notice the habits and the beliefs are stemming from that identity that you believe you are. If you don't have a business, think about how this relates to your life because you are also the owner of your life. You make the call and you make the decisions for yourself. Let's say you're going through a transition right now. What identity are you not willing to let go? Maybe you're someone who likes to stir up drama in a relationship. Are you willing to let go of someone who creates drama and who is kind of like attracted to ups and downs of emotions? Or maybe you are someone who identifies yourself as a procrastinator. Maybe you tend to do things last minute are you willing to stop and let go of that identity? Who do you want to let go of so that you can become that next level version of yourself? Okay, so these are my wins, fails, and lessons that I had this year. To be honest, I truly see all of them as amazing wins for myself because even just my fails, they have Taught me so much, and I have grown so much as a human and as a business owner because of these fails I had. And also, as you can see, my life is not all glorious and all wonderful and amazing at all. And despite me sometimes having problems and going through struggles, I still achieved a lot of things this year, personally and professionally. So if anything, I really want you to take away from this episode, knowing that having problem is not a problem. Like your brain can be spinning. You can feel overwhelmed. You can have fears. You can have doubt. You can worry. You can experience all of these negative emotions half of the time of this entire year. And you can still be moving your life forward and you can still make things happen and do what you want to do. And with each level, there are new adventures, new experiences, and also new problems. You will always have problems and you just get to decide what kind of problems that you want to have. So one final tip I have for you is to rewrite your story of this past year in a way that works for you. Because really, your past right now it only exists as sentences in your head your past is actually not happening anymore there's only the right now and what's happening and the story that you're telling yourself about what happened in 2020 what happened with all the challenges that you had this year they only exist inside your head and you get to tell it and write your story however you want to do it So might as well write it in a way that is helpful for you, that is useful for you, right? I decided to make all my fails this year as lessons. I learned so much from them. And I decided that all my wins, my fails, and my lessons, they were there to prepare me for an amazing new year to come. So think about all the achievements that you had this year and really reflect on them like write them out, list out all the things that you have achieved and also rewrite your story of how this year went for you, how you decided that you want this year to go. So that is all for today. I hope that my wins and my fails this year gave you some insights that you can take with you into your new year. Okay, everyone wishing you an amazing new year ahead and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you are ready to take this work deeper, I would love to invite you to my life coaching program. This is where we work together one-on-one and take all the materials that you heard just now and apply them into your life so that you can become the person you want to be. If you want to learn more about the program, you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, that is darrenliving.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.